1420 WBSM presents Ray Lance of the USA Wealth Group. It's time to get your finances in order. MoneyWise starts now. Good Sunday morning, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome once again to MoneyWise, brought to you by USA Wealth Group every Sunday morning. My name is Ray Lance. I'm your host today, and I have a very exciting co-host. I have my favorite son here today, Pete Lance. Good morning, Pete. Good morning. Good morning, everyone. Oh, wait a minute. You're my only son. Yeah, that's something you've said for the past 20 years at least. Well, you're my favorite son too, Pete, so welcome to the show. Well, the apple doesn't fall far from the dorky tree because I tell Charlotte often that she's my favorite daughter. Do that? (laughs) Well, today we have a great show lined up. We're going to be talking about annuities. Everybody has heard about annuities. They're always a hot topic for discussion. Um... Sometimes people have different opinions about annuities because they don't really understand what they are. So our job today is we want to break down the whole world of annuities, and we've talked about them before, but here's the quick bottom line. Annuities are sort of like stocks or bonds or CDs or any other financial product you've got. They're another financial vehicle that you can use strategically, particularly to position retirement dollars and it'll help you make your retirement objectives come true. So the question that a lot of people have really simply is, is an annuity good? Is an annuity right for me? It's a great question. We're going to ask that question. We're going to answer that question today. Annuities as a topic in general are a little bit complicated, aren't they, Pete? Yeah, they are. I mean, they can be complex uh, products, and sometimes they can be hard to understand. Um, even some financial advisors or insurance agents may have a difficult time um, really understanding the true uh, meat of the annuity product mm-hmm. that they are recommending. Yep. Some annuities are more difficult than others to uh, understand. Some are simpler. Um, there's annuities that are called MIGAs, multi-year guaranteed annuities. Yep. I'm going to talk about those in a little bit, too, because... A MIGA, or multi-year guaranteed annuity, sometimes is considered to be a CD alternative. They pay much, much higher rates than CDs do. Exactly. And those are much less complicated and easier to understand annuities. But there are some annuities that can be very complex and difficult to understand. Um, So we're going to go into our eight facts or steps uh, of annuities and really the important things that we think you need to know about annuities and whether that's something that you know is of interest to you. But really, we can't recommend an annuity um, unless we actually meet with you, and they're certainly not for everyone. Yeah, we don't do it on the telephone. It's really hard to do. It's hard to explain. And we also don't just sell annuities and provide annuities for clients sort of like in the blind. If somebody says, I want to buy an annuity, we won't help you do that unless we know what your financial situation is. We start out with a budget. We want to know what your income is, what your expenses are. What do you have for liquid assets? Do you have enough liquidity even after purchasing an annuity? But they are a really good financial tool for a lot of people, just not all people. Uh, We really can't determine whether it's good for you or not until we actually meet with you. Um, So after listening to today's show, if it's something that sounds interesting to you and you'd like to learn more, you can give us a call at 508-998-8858. Uh, and then we'll go through what's called an annuity analysis and review. And it's really a good opportunity for uh, you to explore whether an annuity is really the right choice for you or not. Yep, Again, it's can... not for everyone, as I say often. Um, every single person is unique and different. But for a lot of people, an annuity is a really solid uh, thing to have in their toolbox. Right. And when you come into the office, by the way, you can visit with uh, me, Ray Lance. You can visit with Pete Lance. You can visit visit with Tony Candido. Tony does a lot of work uh, in our community also, has many relationships. He's very active in some of the uh, Portuguese clubs in particular. In fact, I think you can find him there almost every afternoon. He's Did there, I say that right? He's there quite often. Well, he's socializing. Yeah, exactly. The funny thing is, is that he'll have like one beer over like the course of four hours. So it's really just to socialize, not to go there and <laughs> unwind and have a couple drinks. But he's a great guy. So what we like to do is to sit down with people um, by appointment, and we'll go through and do an annuity analysis and review with you and see if that's something that's good for you. There's so many opportunities to talk about this. If you retire, for example, and you have a 401k, 
you don't ever want to leave your money in the 401k or the 403b for a thrift plan or any of those kinds of events that you had when you were working you want to you want to roll it out into an ira in particular absolutely uh, for a lot of reasons but yeah you never want to keep a 401k at a company that you're no longer working for so again give us a call at 508-998-8858 and somebody would be happy to schedule an appointment for you or the other thing i guess pete is if somebody has existing annuities or existing other financial products or if they want to have less risk in their lives we always recommend people get more conservative as you get older. Um, annuities are a great way to get more conservative and be very safe about protecting your principal. Yeah, and I think that probably back in the late 80s, early 90s, annuities got a bad name and a bad rep uh, because a lot of agents were selling variable annuities that didn't have any get kind of guarantees. Variable annuities, you're fully in the stock market. Um, well, I, I guess you can be, it depends. Because there is a funds. Well, yeah. exactly. There's a fixed aspect to uh, basically every annuity. So you could, in the late '80s or early '90s, put your money into the fixed account, which really wasn't earning much at the time. So most people had it into uh, the variable accounts, and buckets, if you will. Yeah. And a lot of people lost money um, with these variable annuities. So the annuities that we primarily talk about with people, especially with regards to getting more conservative as you get older are fixed annuities, right? and you cannot lose principal with those. You know, in getting ready for the show, I was rereading some material about Ben Franklin again. I've always liked Ben Franklin. He wrote a, a pamphlet every week called Poor Richard's Almanac, and he always had a lot of great things to say. He was a very smart man. He's the first person to realize from this country that there were tides that went up one side of the coast and down the other side of the coast and across the ocean, and, and they were in a circular pattern. And he was the first person who actually mapped the tide currents. Hmm. I didn't know that. Yep. And um, he worked on the printing press, and he flew a kite in a storm to see what he could do with capturing electricity. <laughs> he did a lot of very interesting things. Hmm. He also uh, invented the glass harmonica, which is a musical instrument Think of having a whole bunch of glasses on a table, all the same size, but all with different levels of water. Yeah, I've seen that. And then he would wet his finger and go around the top and make them uh, whistle and create music with it. Became more sophisticated. He did a lot of really interesting things. He once said, a man in a passion rides a mad horse. Think about it. Yep. But... Um, he had a lot of interesting things to say, so I'd like to share some of his remarks today because I think a lot of them are interesting and still appropriate. Here's one more from Ben Franklin. If man could have half his wishes, he would double his troubles. That, that's, that's a good one. I like that. You like that one? Yep. You think about dating or anything else you did in your life or spending money foolishly, but uh, he was a great guy. So let's get into our subject of annuities. Um, annuities are confusing for a lot of people. I would guess that probably half the people who come in the office that I meet with will say, well, my neighbor told me this about annuities, or my friend told me this about annuities. Absolutely. We hear that a lot. People get bad advice. So Peter and I, we can't really call ourselves expert because nobody can do that, I guess. But we have a lot of expertise in knowing about annuities and explaining them and making sure that you get matched up with the right product. The fact is that today they're very conservative, they're safe, and you can make a lot more money than you can make in the bank. So you should investigate it. You know, sometimes when people have a lot of money in the bank, we call that lazy money. We can show you how to take some of your lazy money from the bank and put it to productive use. And it is lazy money, and it's really doing nothing for you, which is why it's called that, because money in the bank isn't going to come close to keeping up with inflation, never mind actually grow for you, really. Well, it's not right now. So lazy money that you have in the bank is actually losing money for you also, if you want to think about it that way. So one of the best things that you can do if you're listening and are interested is you can do your own research. We'd be happy to provide some um, articles and some um, information that we have. As always, we offer that up to you to have it mailed to you or come and pick it up at our office. Um, and then 
make your own judgments and decisions before even meeting with us. Yep. Uh, don't listen to what your neighbor or your barber or whatever has to say. Or other advertising. There are some large financial advisors that advertise on television that tend to say negative things about annuities. But a lot of times people will say annuities have large fees, high fees, but they don't really. Well, there are many annuities that don't have any fees at all. It really depends yep. on, again, again, the product. There's so many different companies, so Very many different products. Point. And uh, even products, you can have all kinds of different what's called riders attached to the annuity. Um, and some of those riders may or may not include a fee. Um, so, again, it's it's a lot more complicated than uh, just is an annuity good or bad for you listening right now. But there's a lot of times um, articles in the press or the television or the media that basically misrepresent annuities. Sit down with us and get some straight facts. I guess I'm going to make one statement. Um, of all the annuities that we've ever done, uh, nobody has ever lost a dollar because they're safe and they're conservative. And the problem is that most people simply don't understand them. So, yes, you can do your own research. Um, you can make a list of questions. Come and see us, and we'll give you unbiased opinions of what works, what doesn't work. We can help. We're happy to get started with you. Isn't it? Is it Warren Buffett that loves annuities and has a lot of his money tied up in annuities? Yeah, Warren Buffett is interesting. He's one of the uh, premier um, investors, multi-billionaire in this country. And he said if he had to start it all over again, he would take most of his money and put it into annuities. Yeah. Yep, he did make that statement, actually. So I guess really for starters, now that we've done a little bit of an intro, is to break down what an annuity actually is. Um, and I think that we should do that before we really get into the eight facts and tips about annuities. Uh, so basically an annuity, this is actually directly from Investopedia.com. An annuity is a contractual financial product sold by financial institutions that is designed to accept and grow funds from an individual and then, upon annuitization, pay out a stream of income or payments. Or in simpler terms, it's a contract with an insurance company. Yep. And again, some of them can be considered uh, even longer-term CDs, but much more favorable rates, much, much more favorable rates, especially now. Um, or they can be what's called a fixed-indexed annuity, which is an annuity that is not in the market but has ties to an index that is in the market. And some of those can do very well for people. And the annuitization part, that can be a little bit tricky as well. Um, at the end of the annuity, uh, you can either roll it over into another annuity or do some other type of investing with it, um, or you can annuitize it. And that simply means they're going to start sending you an income stream uh, from the annuity. So an annuity is, is sort of like a pension-like vehicle in a way. You put money in, it accumulates money, and at a certain point in time, um, when you want to take money out, maybe to fund retirement or to buy something unusual, um, you can do that. And they basically is something to take your dollars from savings accounts or other kinds of investments and put it into maybe something that will give you guaranteed income during a retirement. And the guarantees of the principal and of the income, are they're, they're actually backed by the financial strength and claims um, of the actual issuer. Yeah, there's also state insurance uh, guarantees. Yep, exactly. Um, and so that's why we at USA Wealth Group only work with A-rated companies. Uh, so we're very careful with which companies we recommend and with which companies we work with. Yeah, there are major rating companies like S&P, Standard & Poor's, and what are some of the others, if you can think of them, that will measure the strength uh, and the volatility of financial vehicles. We talk about it all the time. It's slipping my mind right now. We only work with companies that have some form of an A rating. We don't work with B-rated companies. We want to work with the best. And you know what? I think we should mention that we happen to work with a company um, called Advisors Excel. AM Best. AM Best and Standard & Poor's are the biggest rating companies. Um, we will only work with an A-rated higher or higher company, as I said. But we also happen to work with the largest single wholesaler of annuity and financial products in the country called Advisors Excel. We do a lot of training with them. We train with them every single week. We have a weekly conference call. 
we want to know what's performing the best and what would you recommend right now? That's actually a really important point. Thank you for mentioning that. Uh, Advisors Excel is the largest in the country. They're the best in the country uh, in our uh, estimation. They provide such great support, um, and we've been with them for a number of years now. Um, and as you just mentioned, uh, Dad, every single Thursday, we have a meeting with one of their representatives to go over all the latest products and all the latest information. Yep. And uh, he'll mention, and sometimes if there's something really good that comes out before our meeting, he'll give us a call and say, hey, Ray and Pete, um, just want to let you know that um, you know John Hancock has this uh, new annuity out right now, and it's got this kind of great bonus, and it's got a great rate going right now. It's really the top product right now. Just wanted to let you know. And you have to evaluate those things on a, literally on a weekly basis because rates go up, rates go down, bonuses change, uh, terms change, and you can never be totally on top of it. You have to always make inquiry about what's happening. It's de- definitely very much a, a moving industry, a moving target with products that come and go. Um, so we always recommend, of course, the one that is best for each client that we sit across from. Another important thing I just wanted to touch base on is because Advisors Excel is tops in the country, it offers a whole lot of companies up to us, whereas you know some agents might be captive agents only able to work with one company and therefore only a couple of products. Yes, that's a good point. We're able to work with, uh, because we're independent agents, we're able to work with you know like 30 different companies and hundreds of different products. Yeah, they work with 30, 40 different companies. We typically will narrow that down to a half a dozen or so that we think are the best performers, and then we'll pick and choose and make recommendations from among that group. And then we're going to talk about the different kinds of annuities in just a minute. I want to mention something that just happened a couple of days ago. I met with a client, and he's going to move um, a couple of hundred thousand dollars from bank accounts, basically, which are making less than a quarter of 1%. Uh, the lazy money, and he's going to move it into some annuity products. We're going to actually put it into two separate companies for him. And he asked, how do you get paid? And I said, well, 100% of your money that you put into the annuity goes directly to the company and starts earning money for you right away. If it happens to be a bonus product, then the bonus will get added onto it, and that becomes your starting point. So, for example, if you did a $100,000 annuity, and you signed up for a company with an 8% bonus, you're going to make an $8,000 bonus, and your starting point is $108,000. So what I said is that that money is in your account. We get paid a fee from the company, which really comes out of their earnings that they anticipate making going forward. So we don't get paid out of the client's funds at all, nor do we charge a fee for our services to sit down and do this. So it doesn't cost any money to sit down and talk with us and learn about this, uh, have us help you evaluate what you're doing and make some very specific recommendations. There's never any pressure. I basically said, here's the information. This is what we talked about. Um, Go home and think about it. And if you decide you'd like to do this, get back in touch. And what he said is, I'm ready to go forward. He said, but I will take it home and look at it and so we made a follow-up appointment. So he's coming in again next week to get started. Never any pressure here, right, Pete? Never, never. That's not the way that I would like to operate, and I know you don't either. So let's talk about the different types of annuities. We have immediate annuities, and we have deferred annuities. Immediate, really, it's exactly what it says. Uh, So say you have $100,000, and you put it into an immediate annuity, uh, it immediately starts paying you an income stream. It's basically annuitizing immediately. Right. That's the starting point for evaluating annuities. And sometimes there's good reasons for doing that. For example, attorney Tenny Lance and attorney Mike Coleman will sometimes uh, have us help them with an immediate annuity, which we'll put together, for a Medicaid nursing home planning kind of a situation. Quick example, if you've got a husband or wife, and let's say the husband is incapacitated, has to go to a nursing home. The couple is only allowed to keep a certain amount of money and assets, other assets over that amount. It's like $128,000 I think they can keep. But everything over and above that, they have to spend down and pay for their their own private pay cost of the nursing home. Um, what we'll often do, and 
um, the law firm often recommends is take some of that excess money and put it into an immediate annuity, which is going to start paying income, and then that can become an income source for the spouse who's at home, the person who stays at home. It's a it's a good way to sort of spend down some money if you're concerned about nursing homes. Absolutely, and and that's uh, something important to mention is that uh, we very rarely do immediate annuities because they're really uh, only useful for that purpose for the most part. Um, so really deferred annuities is what we will typically be talking about with most of our clients. So when we talk about how you take money out of an annuity, when we sit down to do retirement planning with somebody, we do a retirement analysis, an income analysis, and a tax plan to make sure that you're going to be the most tax efficient. But when we sit down to do that, we'll do a budget, and the budget will show what are your usual income sources. Maybe there's a small pension. Maybe there's two Social Security checks. And then we match that up against your expenses. And maybe you have a small deficit. You need $500 more a month to cover your, your budget. So you could put money into an immediate annuity and just get a regular check coming in, automatically deposit it into your account. But the other thing you could do is you could put it into a deferred annuity, which might make more money for you. And either with an immediate annuity or a deferred annuity, either way, when you begin uh, annuitizing and taking the income stream, you can do it for a set period or you can do it for your life expectancy. There's different options as well. Yep. Of course, if you do it for 10 years, the money's going to be more uh, per month. Uh, and if you do it um, you know, for your life, and then the money's going to be much less per month. So basically with the immediate annuity, then once you put the money into the immediate annuity, you decide over what period of time do you want to take the money out. It's a straightforward calculation done by the company, and they tell you this is the check you're going to get, and you can have that for the rest of your life, or you can have it for a set term. Basically, uh, an annuity is like a long-term CD. However, it's going to earn, uh, for the most part, it can't be a guarantee unless you're talking about a MIGA. Again, that's the multi-year guaranteed annuity. Um, then you can guarantee that it's going to earn much more than a CD right now. Um, and typically, the fixed indexed annuities that we recommend um, do earn a whole lot more than CDs. But again, that can't be guaranteed. Um, but the long-term CD approaches with regards to an annuity, you're looking at five to 10 years depending on the product. But one of the uh, good things about that as well is that because it's deferred, you don't pay taxes on the growth every year like you do with the CD. So, so sorry, go ahead. Yeah, no, that's, that's true. Um, even with the, the small amount of interest that CDs and bank accounts pay, uh, typically that's still going to be taxable income unless it's in an IRA account, of course. So it's tax deferred when it's inside of an annuity. Um, you are still able to access some of your money when it's in an annuity as well. Most products allow 10% free withdrawal a year. Um, you will pay taxes on the withdrawal if it's a growth. Um, that's uh, that's a normal income tax. And basically there's a bunch of different um, fixed annuities and they are, or deferred annuities, excuse me, fixed fixed index, which again, what we typically recommend, variable uh, longevity, and then the qualified longevity annuity contracts or QLEX. Wow, that's a mouthful. So let's try to slow it down and simplify it a little bit more, because this maybe starts to get confusing for people. I do want to say one more thing, though, Pete, about the um, immediate annuity. It doesn't have to be just for one person's lifetime. It can be a joint and survivor annuity. So you can set it up for both husband and wife to do that. So let's switch gears a little bit and talk about the deferred annuity. Deferred annuity is usually some kind of a vehicle that you want to use to accumulate money for a while. And then maybe when you retire five years or 10 years later, you want to say, all right, now I want to turn on an income stream and have a very predictable amount for the rest of my life. And you have named beneficiaries, so it ends up going to your beneficiaries later and if you die. But the other thing to say is that with a deferred annuity, you can either annuitize it, which means I want to get a very specific set sum of money for the rest of my life or some term, or you can just do a withdrawal. So we have a lot of clients that will do a withdrawal plan. They'll say, you know what, I'm going to need a little bit more money now that I'm retired. 
I want to start taking $500 or $1,000 a month. You can do that just as a regular withdrawal. It can be set up for automatically being deposited into your bank account. And meanwhile, everything else that remains is still earning income for you, earning interest for you. Right. I would think that the most people that we see that are good annuity candidates are people who have a lot of cash in the bank sitting there doing nothing um, or a lot of CDs that aren't really earning much now. Um, or somebody who has an old 401k from an old employer, um, and we roll it over into an IRA inside of an annuity. And then another um, you know, client that we typically see is somebody who has maybe a million-dollar brokerage account or a $2 million brokerage account, and they don't have any other assets, and they're getting up there in age, and we want to take some of that risk off the table and put it into something where the principal is protected. So you know, we may uh, sell off half of the brokerage account and put it into a large annuity, and the client has such good peace of mind knowing that they're still going to have some uh, potentially good earnings, but they can't lose anything. But I do want to mention that it doesn't have to be an account that large. You can do it with smaller amounts. You can do it with $50,000 or $100,000. Or We've done $10,000 ones. I mean, yep, we have done $10,000 ones. But no, that, that's a good point. I mean, uh, I've been trying to mention fairly regularly, um, both on social media and on the radio show, that we help all clients. We have uh, clients who open up a brokerage account with me, and they start with $400. Um, so it's, you know, we, we run the gamut, if you will. We have the full spectrum of clients, and we're happy to meet with everyone and anyone. So let's talk about risk for just a minute. Um, Let's talk about risk and let's talk about return. We see two different kinds of extremes. We see people with money in the bank making nothing, you know, a quarter of a percent. Um, people are lucky today if they're making a half a percent in the bank in a CD. And the uh, five-year uh, annuities, the multi-year guaranteed annuities will pay much more than that. We'll talk about some of those rates in just a moment. But I see risk and I see low return. I see people who are afraid of remaining in the stock market or the mutual funds, even if the market has done well for a while, um, all it takes is something like a simple pandemic to suddenly crash the stock market. Or it takes something like a, a tech bubble or whatever it happens to be, or some international event that we do not control. And that ever. could be political, uh, or it could be, you know, uh, massive uh, weather issues or earthquakes. I mean, anything could potentially change the economy and potentially change your uh, brokerage account. So a lot of people, as they get closer to retirement or are retired, I basically say, take risk off the table. What would happen now if you're five years away from retirement and all of a sudden the market tanked and you lost 25 or 30% of your value? Does that mean you're gonna to have to work for another five or 10 years to try to recoup back that loss? Does that mean you're going to postpone your retirement plans? Or what if you're already retired and you don't have an opportunity uh, to build that back up again? Yeah, and again, I, I think I mentioned this fairly recently, but we see some clients who have you know, a half a million brokerage account um, right in the market and at risk, and then they've got three or $400,000 in savings. And it's sort of like total opposite. You're talking about as far left and as far right as you can be in terms of your risk versus reward. And those are, again, perfect candidates to be talking about annuities with us. Yep. So on the risk side, I tell people to get more conservative as you get older, to get more conservative as you get closer to retirement, or if you're in retirement and you're still um, heavily invested in mutual funds of the stock market, maybe it's a time to take some of that risk off the table Maybe it's a time to cash in on some of the gains that you have made and then lock in those gains and lock it into something safe and more conservative. And by the way, if we're not talking about IRA money, if we're talking about regular investment money, we would always want to do a tax analysis with you to make sure that you don't get hit with capital gains tax because you cashed in a bunch of mutual funds and stocks at a gain Right. Always. Tax is always a discussion, uh, no matter what. Uh, another really uh, quick thing. You and I know so much about annuities that sometimes it's sort of hard to think about what to tell other people about the annuities because it's, there's just so much in our brains about annuities. But 
um, this isn't written down. This is just something I'm realizing that people may not know or understand. A great thing about annuities as well is that it has a clear and defined beneficiary or beneficiaries. Mm-hmm. Um, so that way, if you don't have a will or an estate plan, um, when you set up your annuity with us, it will have you know your primary beneficiary that 100% will go to um, when you're no longer here. And we also make sure that you put down at least one contingent beneficiary should something happen to the primary as well. Let me give an example of that. So let's say you're married, you name your spouse as your primary beneficiary, but maybe you don't have children. Um, you've got nephews and nieces, and maybe you did a trust. You could name the trust as a secondary beneficiary, and then that will carry out the wishes for the rest of that money. But, you know, one of the biggest misconceptions I think that people have about annuities, Pete, is that people say, well, if I died and my beneficiaries um, will not get anything, maybe my beneficiaries will not get anything because the insurance company will keep my money. Uh, That's not true. Sometimes if you have an immediate annuity that's been annuitized, that could be true. We would go over that with you. But deferred annuities, um, that simply is not true. You're always going to have a named beneficiary, and you're going to have a contingent beneficiary, typically. And by the way, you can change those beneficiaries. You can even name a charity if you wanted to. So in any deferred annuity, typically you're going to have some kind of a cash value. And when you do pass away, that cash value is going to pass on to your beneficiaries. Go ahead. No, I was just going to say, and we've talked about annuitization a lot, and what that really is, it's the way to turn an immediate or deferred annuity into the, in- the income stream for you. Right. And so that's what annuitization is. But you don't have to do that, do you? No, you do not, especially with a deferred. Um, and, and actually, if you're listening and you have a pension from your current employer, you most likely have an annuity lump sum that has been annuitized. And actually, that's why a lot of the uh, pensions are called SLAs or JLAs, which is single life annuity or joint life annuity. So if you have a pension, you're receiving regular monthly income, most likely it's in some sort of an annuity. Yeah, and I find that particularly true, Pete. If you have somebody who works for, uh, worked in a union situation, often they'll have a pension, but that pension, the money that's been accumulated, both by their savings and their contributions and the employer contributions, um, that money is typically put into an annuity, and that's why you get this guaranteed amount paid out for you for the rest of your life. That's why you say, I want it for my life only, or I want to have a 50% survivor benefit for my spouse. So if I die before my spouse does, they're going to get 50% of my pension. We do a lot of work with helping people evaluate um, those kinds of situations, whether it's teachers or whether it's uh, uh, unions that people have worked for. But often we'll see people who have not only their pension, which is a form of annuitizing their savings, but they also have what they call an annuity, which is their own money that they put in. If you happen to be in a union and you've got both of those kinds of vehicles, meet with us before you decide on what your choices are going to be. So typically, if you say, I'm just going to take the annuity out in a monthly check from the union, they're going, to, they're going to give it to a regular insurance company. You might be better off doing a deferred annuity with us instead. We've done a lot of those kind of rollovers. We've also done it with smart plans and thrift plans from the federal government. The TSP um, plans as well, absolutely. Um, one of the next steps to discuss is how do you get money out of an annuity other than annuitizing it? Um, that Well, there are free withdrawals because almost every single deferred annuity has a 10% free withdrawal per year that you can take out. Mm-hmm. Again, you're going to pay uh, income taxes on those earnings. Um, and also, if you are... Only on the, in, only on the, on the interest, interest portion, earned. not on the principal. Correct. The principal is your money that you put in. And it's just the growth on top of that that comes out um, as uh, money that you have to pay income taxes on. Um, and then also, a, a big reason why we typically don't recommend annuities for really young people 20s and 30s especially, is because if you're below 59 and a half and you're taking money out, well, then you're going to get a 10% uh, federal tax uh, hit. So um, very rarely do we recommend anybody uh, young 
do an annuity, which is why we normally would recommend like a brokerage account. Unless you know it's going to stay there. But let me pick up on that tax point for just a moment, Pete. Um, we do a lot of tax planning. Whenever you do money into a 401k or an IRA or 403b or an annuity, they're all taxed in a very similar fashion. They're all intended to be retirement vehicles primarily. So normally you don't want to take money out until you're at least 59 and a half. Right. Otherwise the IRS says they, they want to charge you a penalty on top of that. But other than that, aside from that question, let's assume you're 59 and a half. Almost every annuity that we work with says you can take out 10% a year without any penalty. Every annuity will have a term. Could be five years, seven years, 10 years, some are a little bit longer. And most companies say, we'd like the money to be there for at least one year. And then after that, you can take out 10% a year with no penalty as far as the insurance company is concerned. We do work with a couple of really good companies though that allow you to take out money even during the very first year. And that can be important. And sometimes you'll have an income rider. Um, not everybody likes the income rider, but it's a way to make sure you know a, sort of like up front that you're going to have a guaranteed amount to take out a little bit later. So number four of their eight tips or um, information about annuities is, are there any insurance, is there any insurance on an annuity? Um, and that's what I mentioned at the top of the show, which is annuities are really only as good as the insurance company that backs them. And that's why we... And that's partly true, isn't it? Yeah, it, it is. Um, I'll mention something in just a second, but that's, again, why we always look at the ratings of companies and only work with companies that are A-rated or above with AMBEST and Standard & Poor's. Uh, because beyond the company, there's no FDIC insurance, um, but the insurance companies are actually required to have a large, very large legal reserve system where they keep so much money that if one company were to fail... Uh, the other companies basically back it up. So I like to tell people that really the only reason that your money would not be safe is if we had like a real crazy uh, end of world, you know, beyond World War III type of situation. Um, well, the, the important point is that uh, it's it's very important to choose the right insurance company that has a great rating, and that's what we help to do. All right. The only insurance companies that you ever see failing are going to have a, a B or lower rating, and even those companies get basically bailed out by the other companies because of that they get, large they get reserve. Another company wants to take them over. So what about fees, Pete? Uh, you know, sometimes people will say, gee, I've heard that annuities have large fees. That's simply not the case, is it? Not at all. Um, and again, it really depends on what product is right for you and what product you ultimately choose based upon our recommendations. And... Um, Sometimes we'll tell people, you're probably paying more money in fees with your mutual funds that you have uh, than you would ever pay with an annuity as the investment choice. Right. Absolutely. I'm, I'm hearing some feedback. I'm not sure exactly what. I am as well, yeah. I was going to see if I could get our producer in here to figure it out. <laughs> well, in any event, hopefully you're not hearing that at home. But uh, fees are, uh, are generally the companies that we work with, most of the fees are like 1%. Um, or less, like 0.95%, something of that nature. And um, we'll go through and tell you exactly what the fees are and how they get paid. Often they're paid annually. But we also work with some companies that have no fees at all. And they, get, they make money on what's called the spread. We won't go into a lot of detail on that because that's complicated. But there are many companies that have no fees. Usually they'll have no bonuses if they have no fees or a lower bonus amount. And again, this is you know a lot of information being thrown at you. Um, when you meet with us, we go over everything in plain English and we'll make sure that you fully understand everything, um, including the spread and everything else. Um, Most importantly, give us a call. Give us a call at 508-998-8858. And simply say, I'd like to know a little bit more. I'd like to have a free analysis. There's no charge to sit down with us. And we'll go through and we'll look at your, your income, your expenses, your budget, your assets, your retirement plans. When do you plan to retire? What is your risk? Uh, if you're invested in the stock market or if you're invested in mutual funds, we're going to ask questions and say, are you comfortable with the risk? And 
We can measure that. How do you measure the risk for somebody, Pete? Uh, well, I have something that I use called Riskalyze. Uh, that's more for the securities uh, related work that I do. I am an, an investment advisor representative, and I will often recommend the client does not have to do it, but I recommend going through a Riskalyze uh, score with the client to determine what their risk score is and basically what their risk tolerance is. Mm-hmm. So, what's the difference between that and a Morningstar analysis? Uh, a Morningstar analysis is a full, very detailed breakdown of your portfolio. It goes into uh, you know, your percentage of stocks versus your percentage of bonds, uh, you know, whether you're in cyclical stocks primarily. Um, and it goes into, I mean, it goes into alpha and beta and all kinds of stuff that most people would never care to learn about. So mm-hmm. it's a very large, detailed report. I typically only go through about a half a dozen points, which are I feel are most important for the client to understand. Okay, so if you're listening at home and thinking, you know, this is complicated stuff. Well, it is. So you've learned certain things during your lifetime. Our expertise is in the area of making financial recommendations and recommending different types of financial products and annuities, putting you in a better position to maybe make more money safely and securely. Thomas Edison once said, there's a way to do it better. Find it. That's what we do. So real quick, you said uh, about 20 minutes ago that you were going to go over some of the MIGA rates, the multi-year guaranteed annuity rates. Before you do that, I just wanted to mention something. Again, we meet with a lot of people who have a lot of money either inside their home in a safe or under their mattress or in their sock drawer um, or sitting in the bank either in a savings or in a CD. Right now, currently, today, the best five-year CD rates, the highest is 1.25%, and that's a five-year CD. The highest four-year CD is 0.90, less than 1%, not keeping up with inflation. How many years? That's that's a four-year. Okay, so let me give you some comparison rates. Uh, annuity rates on guaranteed annuity rates for five-year annuities right now are 2 2.8, 2.85, 2.8, 2.8, 2.70, um, those compare; those are like a whole point higher than a five-year. It's double. It's bank double. CD. The highest right now is one point two five percent for a five-year CD. So why wouldn't you want to do a five-year multi-year guaranteed annuity? What were the rates again on the four years? Um, point nine. Point nine. Less than one percent. Yep. All right. So here's companies at two point six, two point oh, two point oh, one point eight. Again, much higher rates than what you see in. And not only that, but as I said earlier. You don't have to pay the uh, tax on the interest earned every year like you do with a CD. So you're going to be earning even less than a CD. And sure. You're going to have compounding interest inside of the annuity. So those of you listening who... Let's explain that just for a second. What that means is when you have any kind of an annuity that's a deferred annuity, including these five-year, four-year, multi-year guaranteed ones, um, the money is accumulating on a tax-deferred basis. You don't pay any income tax. So it compounds or accumulates even faster than it does in a bank. Right. So those of you listening who have a large amount of cash or have a you know great love for some reason of CDs. Lazy money. Lazy money. Put it into Amiga at the very least, but talk to us also about the other option of the fixed index annuity. Well, um, I want to come back to um, my old friend Ben Franklin. He once said, to lengthen thy life... Lessen thy meals. No, it was eat less. Yeah. Well, it's a problem in this country. But he also said, when the wine enters, out goes the truth. That's very true. Loose lips sink, sink ships. ships. Yep. <laughs> well, um, one more from Ben Franklin. He that never eats too much will never be lazy. Well, unfortunately, too many Americans don't listen to those quotes. And that bit of it, advice. Was it Julius Caesar that said, Beware young Cassius. He has a lean and hungry look. He thinks too much. He is dangerous. Yes, ladies and gentlemen, he was an English major. He is an English dork. I like Shakespeare. Are you going to uh, Stratford this year? Uh, I don't know. I don't know if it'll be open, but we'll see. So we've talked a little bit about how fees work. Uh, fees are very favorably comparable. They're usually much less than mutual fund fees. Um, 
and the returns that you get on annuities are generally much higher than what you see in banks with your lazy money. So how do we earn interest on annuities, Pete? Well, let's talk just quickly because we don't have a lot of time left. Uh, We've only got about five minutes left, roughly. How do annuities earn interest? Well, it depends on the kind of annuity that you own. An immediate annuity has already been annuitized, so it doesn't have any cash value to earn more interest. So that's why you're going to get the fixed sum on the immediate annuity. We generally prefer not to do an immediate annuity unless it's being done for nursing home purposes and protecting. And and as I mentioned uh, 20, 30 minutes ago, um, how annuities earn interest, well, that varies you know, greatly between what kind of an annuity is and also what product it is specifically. Uh, a variable annu- annuity, as I mentioned, can make or lose money, and that's because the investment dollars are in what's called sub-accounts, and that's basically mutual funds, and they're you know, subject to the day-to-day ups and downs of the stock market, whereas a fixed annuity uh, earns basically an agreed-upon guaranteed interest rate. That's sort of like a, a MIGA. Uh, there used to be different fixed annuities, but then fixed indexed annuities took over, and that's really what's been popular for the past 10, 15 years? Yeah, it's sort of a blend. It, it's it's uh, safe because the principal is protected. It does not go down. And yet you get a sort of a mutual fund kind of a return, if you think about it, because it's tied into an index and how the index performs. We like to use the S&P 500 as an index a lot. Yeah, I mean, there's a couple that we really like. That's been, you know, primarily the, the most popular choice, but there are a ton of different indexes. And again, when we meet every single Thursday with um, the uh, Advisors Excel representative, he goes over all of this with us and tells us which indexes are really hot right now, uh, which products are really hot right now. So um, let's talk a little bit about how we get paid, because I think that's important. If you've been to uh, any insurance agent or broker or financial advisor, um, always make sure you ask the question about how do you get paid, because I don't care who the insurance agent is or financial advisor. They have to be licensed. They they get paid. They don't work for nothing. We don't work for nothing. They earn a commission. They earn a fee. But it gets paid from the insurance company. And as I like to tell clients, it doesn't come out of your dollars directly. All of your money, 100% of your money goes to work for you. So think about a broker who sells only securities and you know slams annuities, for example. They'll say that annuities pay high commissions. Uh, they don't. Um, they all vary. They depend upon the product, the company, and so forth. And it's never an upfront commission that's being paid out of your money. It doesn't. Right. 100% of your money goes to work for you, including uh, a bonus, if any. Um, anyway, stockbrokers get paid when they buy and sell stocks, when they buy and sell mutual funds. Um there's an important role for stockbrokers. We work with a lot of stockbrokers. Peter is licensed to do that kind of work as well. But um, we get paid very fairly. We're happy to talk to you about that. And basically, your money goes 100% to work for you. And number eight, and finally, uh, do insurance agents and financial advisors have multiple options for annuities they can use? And basically, uh, if you're an insurance agent or a financial advisor, you either have to be captive, which... Uh, Let's explain what that means. A captive agent uh, must sell the company's product that they represent. So if somebody works for Fidelity, they can only sell Fidelity products. And if that company only has three annuity products, then you only have three choices for you. Um, an independent agent, which uh, you are and I am, uh, Dad, that has uh, we have the ability to license with as many as 50 companies or more if we want to. Uh, and we can shop around to all those different companies' products. Um, but that doesn't mean that we're necessarily going to, because, again, we have that weekly meeting. We only work with, you know, say, the top six companies that have the top, um, you know, 12 products. Um, and we, we do move from company to company based on how those companies are performing and the products and services that they offer to our clients. Yep. So as we get near the end of our program today and uh, wrap things up, We've been talking about the uh, ins and outs of annuities. They're complicated. Um, Our job is to make them more understandable and more simple for you. Um, Step number one, if you have interest and would like to find out what to do, 
Make an appointment. Call us at 508-998-8858. Anyone who's listening who has a lot of cash in in the bank or at home or um, a 401k that hasn't been rolled over yet uh, or has a lot of money in CDs, those people listening right now should absolutely reach out to us and talk about this. Yeah, give us a call and just tell whoever you speak with that you'd like to go through an annuity analysis and review. Maybe you have an existing annuity you've had for a long time and it's come to the end of its term. And maybe you are in an older fixed annuity. Maybe it's making 2% interest. You can do better now if you roll that into something else. And by the way, when in most uh, companies and most products that we work with, if somebody dies and the money goes to the beneficiaries, there's not usually any surrender charge that ever gets paid. The money goes totally free. The full value at that point gets paid to uh, folks. So... um, Give us a call, and we are all here on earth to help others. What on earth the others are here for, I don't know. That was W.H. Auden that said that. Hmm. But we are here to help people, aren't we, Pete? Always and absolutely. And we always make sure that you keep enough liquid assets. The companies require that. We require that. So I'm going to do a quick wrap-up here today, Pete. I want to say an early... Goodbye to you, because I know you've got to go to another appointment. Just Goodbye, everyone. Happy Sunday. And um, as we come to a close uh, today, ladies and gentlemen, just ask yourself this question. What are you doing to protect your family? What are you doing to protect your money? If you have lazy money that we've talked about, then maybe it's time to take a look at it. If you have a 401k and you no longer work for that company, we can help you put it into something more productive and safe. And we can also help you make decisions. We will never take all of your money and put it in one spot. We can't do that. Companies don't allow us to do it. We don't do it. If it's important, however, to protect your family, then you need to take some action. If it's important to watch your money grow and make smarter decisions from a tax point of view, give us a call, 508-998-8858. Our only purpose in being here is to help you. Thank you so much for listening. We will be here with you again next week on the radio.